Welcome to Engage Boise. We hope that you enjoy this live recording of our Sunday service. Praise God. Amen. Hallelujah. You clap for me, but uh, the one we should clap for is Jesus Christ of Nazareth. So please, I just want to ask you something. Can we stand up and clap for Jesus? Can we stand up and clap for Jesus? I say, someone clap for Jesus. Someone clap for Jesus. Be seated. Elohim, I thank you this morning. Jesus, the Bible says in Psalm 115, not unto us, not unto us, but for your name to be glorified. Let your name be praised. Come and take this stage. Through me. Sanctify my tongue. Let my tongue be like the pen of the righty writer. Let the heart of your people be open up and receive your word in the name of Jesus. I pray God that may I decrease and may you increase in the name of Jesus. We bless you, Lord. We give you glory. Let your word come forth with power. Let your word come forth and accomplish the purpose of which you sent forth your word. Let your word come and heal the heart of your people. Let your word come. The Bible says the word of God is a medicine to our bones. Let your word come and heal. Let your word come and deliver. Let your word come and sanctify, energize and encourage someone and save. We bless you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. I just want to thank God for the privilege given unto me to share the word of God this morning in this wonderful assembly. I also want to thank Pastor, Pastor John and his family and uh, the entire board of the church uh, to see me saved by grace. And to be fit to come here and share the word of God. I'm an instrument. Let only Jesus be praised. May we pray for pastor. In Africa, we call pastor dad. We don't call his name. We say papa. Lord, we thank you. For your servant. 
continue to bless him and give him insight. Continue to give him wisdom. Continue to bind him together with his wife and children. Continue to give him peace in his house as he lead under the chief shepherd is leading the church bless him and uphold and sustain him and may he be always in good health in Jesus name Amen, Amen. So today an assignment has been given unto me and uh, We're going to continue our teachings or our word messages on uh, the story of uh, Joseph. Because when Pastor he told me, he said, you have to give the message on the 6th. I say, what am I going to say? But then he said, Last Sunday, you see, Amani, I stopped at uh, Genesis chapter 46, verse number 7. So you will start at verse number 8. And then you stop by Genesis 47 and uh, Verse number one. So I say, here we go. This is my message. That's the law that has given me the message. Because the law speaks through the pastor. Amen. Amen. Church, I want to greet you in the name of Jesus. The God we are serving is a promise keeper. Somebody understand and he say amen. God bless you. He's a promise keeper. And he watches over his word to perform it. When he says something, he watch over that word and perform it. And to recall it, the Bible says in Isaiah chapter 55, verse 10. It said, as the rain and the snow come down from heaven. And do not return to it without watering the earth. And making it bud and flourish. So that it yields seed. For the sower and bread for the eater. It says, So is my word that goes out from my mouth. It will not return void, but will accomplish what I desire and achieve the purpose of which I sent forth. That's what God says. God in Genesis chapter 15 verse 13 
The Lord God made a covenant with Abraham. The Bible says that, Then the Lord said to him, Know for certain, That for 400 years, Your descendants, Or your offspring, Will be strangers, In a country, Not their own, And they will be enslaved, And mistreated there. That's the covenant that God made with Abraham. Your people, your descendant, your offspring will be going, will be moving, traveling to a foreign country and they will be a slave there and they will be mistreated. They will be subdued. They will walk there for 400 more than 400 years. That's what God said. And uh, we see in Genesis 46 verse 8 that is given to me. God was fulfilling all the word of God or the prophecy was bringing to pass at that time. It was now time for the word to be fulfilled because we can see that Jacob or Israel was making arrangement with his family to leave the land of Canaan and go to Egypt. But we know that Joseph has already left since Genesis chapter 37 verse 28 when he was sold to the Ishmaelites to go to Egypt. So, the word of God was coming to pass at Genesis 46, verse 8. Men and brethren, I came today to encourage someone. I came today to encourage someone in this assembly, if you have a God-given word, God has told you that you shall be healed, you have to know that God watches over that word and will perform it. I came today to tell you that God when he has told you that you should be together again with your husband, he will watch over that word and perform it. His word are yea. Amen. Just keep holding on unto that word. 
and it will come to pass on due time. So Jacob arranged his family in order to go down to Egypt. The question that we ask, or we ask ourselves, what made them to move from the land of Canaan for a foreign land? I'm an example. What made me move from Africa to come to Tennessee? And what made me move from Tennessee to Idaho? We packed everything. We left Tennessee. The church, there were some were crying. They make a lump. They made a lunch after service and they asked me, why are you going? I said, the Lord is sending me there because someone is dying and I need to speak to that person. That's why I'm going there. That's why I came. And it is for this purpose that the Lord sent me here. So God uses three things to urge Jacob and his entire family to fulfill his word. One, it was due to discovering that Joseph, his lost son, was alive and was living there as someone very prominent. in Egypt. Two, it was due, due to the scarcity of food in the land of Canaan. No food. The only place food was available was Egypt. God made this so for them to move. It was not a coincidence. I'm not here by a coincidence. It was also three, it was the fullness of time. The fullness of time for God to fulfill his promise towards Abraham. Galatians chapter 4 verse 4 says, but when the fullness of time had come, God sent forth his son, born of a woman, to do what? To redeem those who were under the law, that we might receive the adoption as son. The fullness of time. Jesus is not come at a time that God did not appoint it. It was appointed for him to come and be born through Mary. It was the fullness of time. You are here, it is not by mistake, not by chance. It is the appointed time for you to receive this message. It is not for someone that is outside there in the house. It is for you to hear this message. That's why the Lord brought you here. Genesis chapter 46 verse 8 to 25. It gives the names of the family 
that went down to Egypt. However, note that verse 26 of Genesis 46, all the souls that came with Joseph in Egypt, which came out of his realms, besides Jacob's son's wife, all the souls were three scores and six, were 66 people. This verse says that 66 people went down to Egypt. But verse 27 says that 70 people went to Egypt. So how do we clear this doubt? Note that 6 is the number of man signify imperfection. Man always falls short and never reaches perfection. You can't be perfect without Jesus. I cannot be perfect without Jesus. No one can be perfect without Elohim. So this number 66 Exclude what? Who? Jacob, Joseph, and his two sons, Ephraim in Hebrew, and Manasseh. Thank God we have two names in this church. I salute you, Manasseh, behind. And my son, name is Ephraim. So we have them in the church. The two sons of Joseph. But why now the others, verse 27, talk about 70? 27 says, And the sons of Joseph, which were born to him in Egypt, were two souls. All the souls of the house of Jacob, which came into Egypt, were three scores and ten. So 70. It is because Joseph, Jacob, and his two sons, Manasseh, were added. As I say. Therefore, the reason why the Bible now records 70 is because the imperfection of man, 66, is removed and changed to perfection, 70. Perfection. This is because when Joseph, who is a picture, a type of Christ, a type of Christ Jesus, is added to it, now changes. If you go to Act chapter 7, verse 14, it's not here, it just came. I did not write it. But Acts chapter 7 verse 14. You can check it. When the Bible says that Stephen filled with the Holy Spirit. Speaking before the sign ring. 
He talked about what? 75 people that went down to Egypt. It's not wrong. God does not lie. It is true. Because Ephraim is not the one behind. But Ephraim and uh, Manasseh, they got children. So, five grandchildren of Joseph added, they were 75. So, he were not wrong. Praise God. I said, praise God. Uh-huh. I want to make sure that we are following the message. That no one is left behind. Because that's the message. No one should be left behind. All of us should move together. All of us should move together. And hear the same thing. In Jesus' name. Brethren, it is only in Christ Jesus that our imperfection are dealt with. I don't know what you came with. I don't know how you are struggling in what you are doing in your office, in your marriage, in educating the children, how you are struggling. I don't know. Or studying. I don't know how you are struggling or serving the Lord. Please submit to Christ and that struggle will be changed into perfection. Submit to Christ. Hallelujah. Church, it was Joseph who requested for his family to come and settle down in Egypt. It was not Israel, just Jacob that requested it. It's Joseph that requested for the family to come down to Egypt. Because when he saw them, they were in need of food. And they will die if he does not help them. What is the lesson that we learn from this? We all know the story that pastor has been teaching. We all know how he was treated by his brothers. How he suffered the pain. Your brothers selling you like a mere bread or a mere grocery. They sold him as a slave. But he did not forget his brother when he was blessed. He didn't forget them. Joseph did not leave them behind. Church, please, God wants us to bring our family members close to us. That's what God wants. I'm not saying here to bring them for us to live under the same roof or the same house. No, that's not the message. But bring them closer to you. 
Because they need you to guide them. Mind you, all the brothers of Joseph were shepherd. All of us, we are shepherd. We need to nurture their soul and they need us. We see them struggling. We see them in difficulties. We see them in bondage. We see them under depression, oppression. We see them drug addicted. We see them on the side in darkness, spiritually dry. We see them thirsty, hungry. We see them spiritually knocked out and we leave them there. In their wine. We see them lost. Dying. They don't have food. I'm not talking about grocery. America, there is food here. So the physical food is not the message. What I'm saying, they need the word of God. Wonderful. They need the spiritual food. They need you. He needs you. I don't know why I'm talking like that, but he needs you to nurture him. Our children need the message. We come to church, we leave our children there because they are making noise. We come to church, we leave our parents there because it is difficult to put them in a car. Why? Because there is a chair that they are sitting in. We come to church, we leave our brother there. He's outside there. And the devil is doing whatever he wants on him. We come to church and our children yesterday they went to club and they came this morning we don't want to wake them up and they are sleeping there. May God help us. Our seed is outside and we are in. Oh, our brother our sister is outside there. They need us, brethren. In the Bible, in John chapter 5, verse 2 to verse 8, the Bible gives account of what? Of a man that was sick. For 38 good years, he was at the pool called Bethsaida, at the sheep gate in Jerusalem. The Bible said he was there. The Bible did not give account of his family. We don't know. 
Where is the family? But the man was there. He comes every day. And the Bible says that when the angels come and stir out the water, the first one that jumped in the water will get healed. He was there. Where was his family? We don't know. Jesus met him there. And Jesus asked him, do you want to be healed? He said, I don't have nobody. Someone is saying outside there, I don't have nobody to help me. And you are here. And I'm here. We are not helping them. It takes a little chance, a little while, that someone help him and put him in the water. And he'll be here. And that person is you. That person is me. He was there. I don't have nobody. Someone needs you. Don't leave them behind. Joseph did not wait for his brother to ask for forgiveness. Wait. Chapter 45, verse 5 to 7. My time is too short. Brother, come. You come quick. Joseph, or you be Joseph, or I be Joseph, anyone. Joseph, after he revealed himself to them, he said, come closer. Come closer. He said, come closer. The Bible says he wept. He was crying. They were there. Come closer. Come closer. He was crying. And they were closer. He said, don't be hungry about yourself. Please, don't be hungry about yourself. Don't be hungry about yourself. Don't be distressed. Don't be distressed of what you did. He said, God did it to save the remnant. Come closer. Come closer. Where do you leave the people? You don't want to touch them. You don't want to see them. That's what he did. After the soul him. May God help us. I need to cut my message. Because the time is short. In Africa, we preach one hour. <laughs> yes, we preach, in, we preach one hour. No, the time. We need to forgive them. We need to forgive them. Someone say, men, write kindness on water. But grudges on marble of stone. We have books and we write it. My brother insulted me on this day. My brother, he fought me on this day. And we write it. Or my wife cheated on me on this day. And we write it. We forget the day we walked and we came on this altar. And then we unveil her. 
and we were happy to see her. Return to your first love. Mm. No wonder why the Bible says we must have the mind of Christ. We have no record of evil. We should not have any record of evil. Thy sin I remember no more. Then Joseph told Pharaoh, he said, my father and my family is coming. He said, he want them to be in the best place in Goshen. Goshen means draw near. Be separated. And this is what he did. He put them at Goshen. A place where they were separated from the evil of Egyptians. And then they can be there and serving the God and be shepherd. This is what he did. He presented five people unto them. And why five to Pharaoh? Number five is a number of responsibility. And they say they were shepherd. That's why he asked them. Pharaoh asked them. He said they are shepherd. And Egyptians at that time, they don't like shepherd. So he confirmed for them to be in the delta of the Nile in Goshen. So that they can be there and be shepherd. How did Je Joseph took care of his family? He placed them in the best place of Egypt. In the best place of Egypt. My mother born us 13. Three set of twins. That's six. All have died. Only four left. The eldest is living. Everybody died until when he reached on me, he jumped me because of Jesus Christ. Because of Jesus Christ. The eldest is like uh, the big tree that is there. No one shall be like him. But God knows what he's doing to the glory of his name. Joseph took care of his family. He gave them the best. Let us draw them near us and give them the best. The family that we shall not forget. One and I close my message. I'm coming to the closing. The family of God. Galatians 6, 10 say, As we have therefore opportunities, let us do good unto all men, especially unto them 
who are of the household of faith. Help someone in the church. I just want to take the opportunity to say thank you to Papa Paul and his wife. We were sleeping here, behind here, in the camping car when we came from Tennessee. For two weeks, this man provided the camping bus. Everything was inside. May God bless you. May you never lack. In the name of Jesus. The church sustain us. May the church be blessed. And this church, may the church continue to increase. In the name of Jesus. You all have good heart. And continue to do good to others. This is what Christ wants us to do. I came into America with two masters. But I choose to be what? A caregiver. To serve humanity. To serve my fellow man. A man I'm working with, his dad's birthday was on the 28th. The office refused to pay for the guards to go to Mount home for me to see, for him to see his father. Then I said, don't worry. He said, how are we going to do? I said, don't worry. We went to Costco. I bought the gas and we went. Introduced me to everybody. And then he said, Amani, why you did that? I said, hey, my father died in 2011. I should have loved to have my father like you. And what I want you to do if my father was alive and I was in your shoe. That's what I want you to do. Be in the shoe of the person. If you don't be in the shoe of that person, you cannot feel the pain. And this is what I wanted to be happy like you. That man. Today, you see how difficult disability, supporting people with disability is. But when I tell him, go and take shower, he run and go and take shower. When I say do this, he will do that. Because of what I did unto him. Bring them to Christ. Don't leave them behind. Our earthly family, that's too. The people God made us to be born in the same family. Joseph did not leave anyone behind. He packed the entire household. He rooted it out and moved with them. We progressed together as a family. God lived us together as a family. Don't leave one behind. Look for him. Jesus left the 99 and run after one. 
bring everybody and grow together. The church, may we seek they that disappear. They were coming and they disappear. They don't come again. Look for them. Either they are in the state or they are not in the state. If they are out of state, then you can link them to other person. But if they are here, seek for them. Don't leave them behind. Give them the best. The best is Jesus Christ. The best is Jesus Christ. Give them Jesus. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Today you are here. And you have a member of your family. You have grudges. You have situation, difficulties. As the praise leader will lead us in a song. I'll call Pastor Cheese and he will be praying for you. God will restore broken families. God will restore broken marriages. God will restore broken friendship. God will restore and give healthy families in Jesus' name. Not by power, not by might, but by the spirit of the living God in Jesus' name. Thanks for joining us. If you'd like to learn more, you can visit us at engageboise.com. Have an amazing day.